We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as yeah. always, with my Graham Zussi looking friend, Daniel Kuzer. Man, oh man. What's what going is on, going dude? on, dude? I just, I don't know what time zone I'm in right now. Just kind of trying to figure that out. But uh, life is good other than that. <laughs> you went from uh, Pacific time to Eastern time to Central time, all in a matter of like two days. Wild, man pretty wild we as you know we were uh we had a vacation planned in vegas a lot of fun events uh mm-hmm. concerts cirque du soleil comedy shows escape rooms you know did you hit the jackpot and uh quit your job no but you know lost <laughs> lost money as one tends to do when they yeah. go to vegas the but I, haven't, I, I haven't gambled in the better part of a decade mm-hmm. and i know why because now i'm like you want to go you want to do some more the house always wins <laughs> well yeah like you know they don't make those places for you to feel good about yourself you might as well just take a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and be like i'm okay with losing that amount let's see what happens you didn't uh watch the oceans 11 series ahead of time and come up with your own plan to rob, to the rob bellagio? <laughs> no <laughs> the only thing i do at the bellagio is watch the fountains because it's the only free show in vegas yeah that's true <laughs> But no, then I we changed our return flight, dude. Dude, I'm watching the the game, the Casey Current semifinal game, right on the plane. And I, when that happens, they win. I immediately change our return flight to go to DC. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, we only went, we weren't even there for 24 hours, man. Came came that's right wild. back to Kansas City the next day, and that's it's wild. But that's uh that's fandom. Show show me a bigger fan than me, <laughs> and I'll show you a goddamn liar. That's what I'm saying. And and Chris <laughs> met y'all out there. Chris met us out there. He spent a few days up there uh, exploring and whatnot. So that's awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, as we all know, and, and y'all will talk about it a little bit more. on currently, obviously, the game did not go how uh, we wanted it to. But right. I mean, look, second year in the league, coming back from you know last in the league last year to making it to the finals. And shout out to Kansas City. I just saw this tweet right before this, so I just have to give it a shout out. Uh, you want to know what the number one rated market for watching the NWSL final on CBS was? I mean, I, I assume it was Kansas City. Kansas City. Beat out Portland, beat out all the other NWSL markets. It makes sense Kansas City and Portland were 1-2, but KC, baby. Well, what are you going to do? 
you know, but hey, since we're a MLS podcast, I can actually speak that uh, BC United Stadium sucks balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I haven't been to their new one. Uh, it, yeah, it's 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 lame. And if if you guys are in the Cauldron Facebook group, which enter at your own risk, there is <laughs> there was a person in there that really put the put it put my feelings into words. I was like, is this? Did I write this? And, and they said that, uh, you know, you walk in, it feels like a college football stadium at first. Cause you're like, weird. The concourse is like under the concrete stadium and it's like dark and stuff. I'm like, Oh, people definitely get murdered or have sex under here. It's weird. And oh, the vendors are all like carts. Like there's not really many established vendors and the ones that are, the food isn't great. I had some small shitty falafel bowl type deal and that was, it was fine. Um, and then the the seats are so steep that this person said it perfectly, like Arrowhead, like going up to your seats. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a calf cramp. Like, what is happening? That's bad. Uh, it wasn't very fun uh, that, in that aspect, but it is what it is. I could absolutely see sometime in the future uh, a Children's Mercy Park or Casey Current's new stadium. I, I would to host an NWSL final. I would love it to be Children's Mercy Park because that means there's more seats and more people that would fill them. Well, so here's here's my question because I know with MLS Cup for a bit they did this neutral site thing too, and then they went back to having it be hosted by the higher seeded team. Especially right. for NWSL, which is still a growing league in terms of fandom, don't you think it'd be better to have the final at the stadium of one of the two teams playing in the game? Don't you, it'd be more? You full? would assume so. I think I saw more Washington Spirit fans than I right. did fans of the other team. I mean, you have a team in Kansas City and a team in Portland. I mean, the final four options, you either had Portland, Seattle, San Diego, or Kansas City. And you're like, great, we're going to make all of these fans fly at least two and a half or three hours to get to where the final is, if not five and a half or six from the West Coast. Yeah. That's yeah. And there were more. Big ask. You know, there were more uh, Casey Current fans than Portland fans, but there should be because it's a shorter flight. Right. I'm just like that. I just, I don't know. Sometimes these decisions, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. just if that game would have been in Portland, then sure, it would have been a huge advantage for the Thorns. But Kansas City fans still would have showed up. The atmosphere would have been electric. It just, I don't know. But. All right. Stop making me talk about it. Cause I'll probably repeat myself tomorrow on the show <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm having deja vu as a mother. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, there is a little bit of sporting Casey news I want to get to, but first, if you have not yet left us a five-star rating or review, please go ahead and do so. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can mention, uh, the sporting KC side of things with no other pod. You can mention the currently side of things. So, uh, we'll, we'll take any and all reviews that we can get. So would appreciate it if you can get on Apple Podcasts and go ahead and do that for us or leave us that five-star rating on Spotify. There you so go. when we're recording this, it's November 1st. Mm-hmm. Part of me assumed, a large part of me assumed, I think, that we would have more information about Sporting KC roster moves by the time yeah. we recorded this episode. You better just pump the brakes and, and get excited for a, a really fun MLS Cup this weekend, you know? Yeah, it, uh, well, that's kind of where everyone's at now. <laughs> and obviously, because this happened last week when we published this episode in the morning on Wednesday, I would guess within six to eight hours after doing so, the team will release their roster moves because that's what happens when we put out a new episode is Sporting KC News is, is broken. 
well is it time to <laughs> shift is it time to shift our release date because it just feels like maybe is wednesday the news maybe drop maybe <laughs> wednesday's a news drop day I, I know that's not true obviously it's pretty random all the time so it yeah. is what it is it's i mean it's there's certainly some confirmation bias in this for us because every time it happens we're like see it happened yeah. again and then whenever it doesn't happen we just don't even pay attention right but, uh, <laughs> just a fun little fun little thing we're having fun y'all but it did happen last week uh sporting kansas city announced wednesday afternoon the signing of a defensive midfielder from la liga his name is nemanja radoya look at that uh, did you even need phonetic spelling on that i didn't actually i got Hell that right no. i guessed it was nemanja radoya before i even saw that yep. shout out to sam with sporting kansas city communications they actually put the pronunciation guide in the press release. Yeah, it's a must. You know, you got to break it down. I mean, especially you for... Ever put a, you ever put a pronunciation guide for your last name? Mac? <laughs> what, what would it even be? I, I think it would just be your last name, right? Yeah, that, one, that, one's, that one's pretty straightforward. Or maybe remove the C, M-A-K. I mean, people do spell it wrong all the time. They put They just spell it as M-A-C. They don't put the K on. No, uh, sure. But nobody's ever pronounced it wrong. I can yeah, confidently tough to mess say that. up there. <laughs> People do, like if I go to Starbucks and they ask for my name and I say Jimmy, a lot of times they mishear it and they put Jamie. So oh, okay. that's happened. Uh, I got a Jeremy one time. So, huh. but usually it's just misspellings with my name. So I've never. Gotcha. You know, Coozer, that's pretty straightforward too, I guess. You would think. <laughs> People mess it up still. Oh, it's it's usually Cooser or Cooser. some people say some people say Cozer, and I'm like, is that how you say two O's together? <laughs> like that makes zero sense to me. Cozer, <laughs> yeah, very awkward. So yeah, but uh, Nemanja Rodoya, he's a 29 year old Serbian uh, defensive midfielder. He comes over uh, from La Liga, and he actually played with Andre Ufantas over in La Liga for. Um, I think it was with Celta de Vigo that he played there. And yeah. he went to uh, Levante for a little bit. Yeah, because they were uh, he was with uh, Celta de Vigo from 2014 to 2019 and then went over to Levante uh, until July of this year, and he's been without a club since July of this year. Uh, this is an interesting signing, though, because he's, he's not old, but he's not young. He's 29. He's going to be 30 before the start of MLS Cup, so he's not exactly, you know an up and comer but he still potentially got some some years in him left now i would have said that also about uri rossell and uri rossell turned 30 this year and we all saw how that turned out but i mean this is this is different you're, you're a player coming from la liga it's one of the top club or top leagues in the world uh it is a free transfer and for what it's worth take this with a ginormous grain of salt but transfer market has his uh, current market value as $1.87 million. It's oh it peaked in 2017 at $8.8 million when he was 24 oh years my. old. So, I mean, he's not a nobody. No, this is a big signing, and it all but confirms that Andrea Fantas is sticking around. You think so? Well, I mean, you don't just bring a dude's friend into the club and then boot the friend out, right? I mean maybe that would suck because he he literally was quoted as saying andreo had such great things to say and pretty much attributed that attributed him coming here to he andreo fantas and he so said, it's like what the hell yeah 
He said, I haven't seen too much of the league, but I have friends who play in MLS before, and I knew that Kansas City wanted me. I spoke with my friends, and I only heard very, very good things about the league and the country. I spoke with Andre Ufantas. He told me everything about the club. It's perfect. He told me about training camp, fans, staff, and about the club. It's very, very good. Right. So, you know, come on, dude. Fantas has to be sticking around. It's not like he's like, yeah, you should come play for this club. I probably won't be here, though. <laughs> Fantas better take a big-ass pay cut. I'm Well, yeah, and people do that, dude. People take pay cuts. I mean, it, it, Tom Brady did it, right? Yeah, but I'm I'm sure Tom Haven't Brady was done it? Tom Brady also had massive endorsement deals and was probably getting paid under the well, table by Bob Kraft. David De Gea is about to take a pay cut. Yeah. He's one of the best goalkeepers in the freaking world. But when you I mean, what did David De Gea make? Tens of million per year? I mean, Fontas, uh. I mean, De Gea and Brady, they're getting generational wealth. Fontas, he's he's certainly making a lot of money. He, if he's wise with his money, he won't have to work again, but he's not going to be able to live lavishly. So well, there's a difference so going you know. from like a million a year to like 500,000 per year, as opposed to like 40 million a year to 30 million a year. Well, just so you know, I am comparing Andrea Fontas to Tom Brady. So okay. there's that. No, <laughs> I bet Andrea Fontas could beat up Tom Brady. Well, yeah, yes. Have you seen Mr. Gun show? <laughs> no, don't no one takes anything I say seriously. So I'm not like saying that this man is the leader of our team and is taking a pay cut to bring people on. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I guarantee you if he sticks around, he'll take a little bit of a pay cut and that that that's fine. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean he's he's had a a pretty good career uh over in La Liga. Uh, he started 18 of 20 matches in all competitions uh, with Levante in his final year. Uh, you know, he, he's played twice for the Serbian men's national team. Uh, he, it's a pretty decent signing. I mean, you can say, uh, you can look at his quotes, uh, things that he said. Uh, when I spoke with the staff from Kansas City, I saw the personal staff, our personnel staff is very professional, very direct and very honest with me. That's why I decided to join Kansas City. Now, that's an interesting quote to me. And it could be, sometimes with English as your second language, these quotes, the, the way they articulate things is a little different. But the fact that he said professional, direct, and honest, those are interesting adjectives to pick because that tells me that they probably were like, yo, here, this is why the team didn't make the playoffs last year. This is why we weren't all that great. Yeah, we have a hole in the defensive midfield. We had a guy who was our best defensive midfielder this year who's not a natural defensive midfielder. You have a chance to come in and really solidify this spot. There's probably a lot of work to do, but we feel like you can come in and help. So that I'm reading between the lines there, but that's kind of what I feel like when they were like mm. direct and honest. I feel like they probably were basically saying, yeah, this is a right. little bit of a job to do. But I assume they're saying, like, this spot is yours if you make it yours. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we really don't have consistency there. We'd like to not use Remy Voltaire there. Mm -hmm. But if you come in and work hard, it's absolutely yours. You will shine and you will be an MVP on this team. Right. I don't know. So. I haven't watched any any video of this guy. Like you said, he's 29, but don't count him out, man. Roger's still going super hard in the midfield and just turned uh, 36, 35, something like that. Right? 36 no? maybe well, we just talked to him doesn't matter uh great Go interview listen to it if you haven't 
<laughs> I dude, a lot of lot of good praise. I was getting texts uh, in Vegas like, "You got Roger on? Why didn't you fucking tell me?" You know. <laughs> yeah, he just turned uh, thirty six. Yeah, so if Roger's still going at that intensity at thirty six, let's not let's not turn up an eyebrow at a at a twenty nine year old mm-hmm. defensive midfielder. Okay. Yeah. Roger's attacking. Roger's going crazy. Defensive midfielder, less demand on the body, I assume. Yeah, and you know. Speaking of the Roger interview, go listen to it if you haven't. Not to toot our own horn, we kind of sort of broke a little news with that interview. I mean, not in the terms of like Rogers coming back, but that's the first time maybe that direct and that publicly Roger stated, "Yes, I explicitly want to come back and play for Sporting Kansas City next year. I yeah. do not want to retire." And why not? Like, what? I'm not holding back. What? What do we have to lose in asking someone questions like that? Sure. Like, what are they going to say? Like, uh, no, I can't talk about it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like asking a girl out in middle school. What's she going to say? No. Okay, on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried to call at the behest of my friend. Here's an embarrassing story. Uh, oh, yeah. I, seventh grade, I think. I uh, tried to <laughs> call a girl I had a crush on. Did call her. Called. I was at a sleepover. I was like, call her, call her. So I call her. Call her. <laughs> and like, I think I like kind of freaked out on the phone. And I started talking really fast. And I was like, uh, hi, I just want to say, you know, I think uh, you're really pretty. And I really like you. <laughs> and I just, you know, wanted to let you know that. And didn't know if maybe sometime you wanted to hang out or whatnot. And like blazed through it. And I hear silence. <laughs> and then click. Oh just no! Straight, straight up. Oh no! Hung up on me, and and I had, I must have had this like shocked look on my face. My friends were like, "What happened?" I was like, "I think she hung up." And then my friend got all mad. He was like, "This hung up on you? Like, give me the phone. I'm let me call." And I was like, "No, we're done." <laughs> oh, like, look, can you call her ass back? Hold on, guys, we're thirteen. <laughs> right, Let's exactly. relax. It's not that can serious. Can we just can we just watch a scary movie again, please? <laughs> Let's go back to watching Drake and Josh, please. <laughs> Drake and Josh. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. So we, well, we we watch different things at sleepovers. I, didn't I watch watched Drake like and Josh. But I, I was too scared to watch scary movies. movies. No, can't do it. No. Can't do it. No. Dude, I did the Saul Escape Room in Vegas. Absolutely the hell not. Buddy, have you so you haven't even seen those movies, have you? No. No chance. Dude, it it's just a haunted house. You're safe. It's fine. You, but it's also got some it's got some escape room factors to it, right? And it was pretty bad when, like, you're on a meatpacking plant tour and you get a tour guide eventually, and she'll like give you clues and stuff if you're struggling, right? She's got a little radio, radio and stuff in. Um, I locked out one of the keypads one time because I was just trying different combos and I tried too many. And she's like, it's not working. I was like, I think I did that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she asked us, she told us, I think there's something in there. And it was the garbage disposal. And we had to reach our hands in. And yeah, I go, no. Well, I'm, Marissa's like, you do it. I was like, mm, feeling like a big weenie right now. Don't think I want to. And she's like, well, I don't want to. I said, mm, one of us has to. <laughs> so she puts her hand in. And of course, some big noise goes off. And, you know, little jump scares. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Not doing that. Uh, but we were with two turds that didn't have never done an escape room before, just two randos to where at the very end, there's like a safe combination I have to get a key out of because our tour guide was fucking kidnapped in the previous room and she's been shackled and I got to get the key to unshackle her to escape. They're trying to do this safe. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I work at a bank. I, I, <laughs> I know how to put combos in for God's sakes. <laughs> oh, I can't. Sorry, man. little tangent there. Scary movies, Saw Escape Room. That's how. If there was somebody who actually wanted to be a serial killer, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll go to the yep. escape room and I'll turn it into an right. actual horror house." 
she got kidnapped from the guy with the pig mask on. Like as we enter the second to last room, uh, in comes, I just, I'm out, I'm a ways away. And I see pig mask come through the door and grab her and pull her out and slam the door. And I go, what the fuck? They fucking took her. (laughs) They fucking took her. And everyone's like, what? I was like, you didn't see that. (laughs) Can't do it. Can't do it. Hell of a time. Uh, Not a great escape room. Pretty cool. Immersive experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I'm glad you had fun. And didn't die. just to wrap up this Rodolia thing, I, I'm I'm putting on my tinfoil hat now, now that you've been mentioning it. I didn't necessarily think it was something that indicated Fontas might be coming back. And again, this might not mean much, but I'm looking at the article that uh, Sporting Kansas City put up announcing the move and some quotes from Rodoya. And there is a couple of lines in here at the end of this uh, article, and there's a picture of Fontas and Rodoya together at uh Celta de Vigo and it says Rodoya and Fonta spent four seasons together showing up the Celta Vigo backline from 2014 to 2018 right up until Fonta selected to join Sporting KC in the summer of 2018 and here's the interesting line while the pair have spent the last four years separated by the Atlantic Ocean Rodoya is looking forward to catching up with an old friend so that sure makes it sound like they're going to be spending some time together, even though Fontas is out of contract. It so. kind of makes sense. I mean, I expect to see Fontas maybe get another year or something. I don't know. Maybe a, a year um, guaranteed with an option or something. Because then there's another quote. I had a great relationship with Fontas. Rodoya said, he's a very, very good player. You maybe know better than me now. He plays very well with the ball and with his left foot. We so, could be wrong. None of this matters in could, sports yeah. and business. Like, oh, sorry, you want to work with your friends? Well, your friends aren't good workers. Boo-hoo. Goodbye. He just I got mean, kidnapped by a man in a pig mask. Dude, you have no idea. That's how that, Sporting that KC the... just removes players who are out of contract, <laughs> is it's just, you know, carries a wagon in there, a pig mask comes running through and just takes them. <laughs> that was the room where we had to crawl into a furnace. <laughs> Why? Why are you doing this? It was just, it was just silly. It was silly stuff. What's interesting about Rodoya is he's gonna be at least a TAM player because his salary, nobody really knows what he made, but there's some websites that reported he was making about a million dollars in terms of U.S. dollars with Levante, and he made up uh, as high as one and a half million dollars uh, with Celta Vigo in 2019. So that's between Tam and, and DP level money. So it's going to be either Rodoya or Gadi Kinda who are DPs. And then the other one's going to be bought down. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll I'm see. excited. I, I'm always excited for new players in general, but I'm always excited, always excited for new players that are potentially going to see a lot of the field. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't just some random signing where you're like, okay, is this depth? What is this? And it's like, no, nah, this very clearly is not just depth. This is a this is a, a a potential starter. I don't think you Absolutely. make this move unless you think he's going to come in and really push to start in that defensive well, midfield spot. I hope he comes in and starts turning heads, man, feeding assists, getting tackles, you know, just looking great. And uh mm-hmm. it's it's exciting because I think he's joining a very exciting team with a lot of expectations on it now with the way they ended their season. So yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see. Now this is so we didn't we don't have a lot of questions to go through this this week. Uh, we did get a message uh, after the Rodoya signing was announced from McKinnon Walsh, uh, and McKinnon said, 
I've got a question slash discussion point with the new signing having previous experience with Fontes. Do you see it as more likely that we bring Fontes back now rather than EC? So we've talked quite a bit about whether this means we'll bring Fontes back or not, and, and it could mean either way, really. But I do think it's an interesting question. I think it's a slightly different question. There's a little bit of nuance in not necessarily is Fontes coming back or not, but the way that McKinnon phrased it, is it more likely that we bring Fontes back than EC? Because I don't think we're bringing them both back. I'd at least Certainly not at the salaries that they were making. But it could be that it actually works to Fontes' advantage that he's out of contract. Because if we were to bring EC back, we'd probably exercise the option and bring him back on his option here, and he'd still be making a million plus. I don't think he's worth that. Fontes, if he's willing to take a pay cut, like you said, they could renegotiate with him, bring him back at a lower rate than what he was making before. Uh, if they wanted to do that with EC, they'd have to decline the option and then try to renegotiate with him, and I think that's a little bit more complicated. So, yeah, we'll see. Very true. Uh, we did get a question, though. I mean, you didn't. Uh, you didn't From Daniel. Question. Yeah. Just says how are you guys it's, doing. It's important. <laughs> it's important. I mean, how how are you doing, man? I I'm like I'm tired as hell. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure I got eight hours of sleep in two days yeah. over the weekend. So yeah. Been uh, I'm back um, in improv. I don't know if I told you that. I'm doing you improv. You did tell again. me that. I'm excited. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. No, I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm a little bummed because the Packers did absolutely nothing at the trade deadline. Yeah, they're not good, are they? Oh, they are a hot garbage. It's a bad deal. So it's no bueno, but you know, I'm I'm doing okay. Just trying to well, you Patrick know, get through Mahomes the work week. Got, well, Patrick Mahomes got inducted into his uh college's ring of honor. Which is uh, why they weren't at the KC Current Final. That's too bad. That is too bad. It's also kind of one of those things that, like, you can't schedule that thing that he went to. You can't reschedule it. Like, that's when they're going to do it. That's when they're going to well, do it. And you can't expect that your last place team in the previous year is going to be in the championship. Like, you can't expect that. I mean, I, I if Patrick Mahomes told Texas A&M, hey, no, next week. Yeah, true. He could get what, what he wants. But uh, conversely, I don't think. I don't think uh, these football players need to bring their child trick or treating. You you don't you don't get to go with your hundreds of millions of dollars and go beg people for candy. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. I get you're giving your kid a normal experience, but guess right. what? Your kid's not normal. Your kid's well, not normal. I mean, it is what it is. I don't. I, yeah, but I'm sure Brittany and Patrick no, give out your pretty kid, good candy well, too. Yes, and they eat it with their silver spoon. That's what they do. They sure. they. they they have it, and it's like just own it, just own it. You are not a, you're not a normal kid. You are special. You are different, and you will always be that. Yeah, but that doesn't so bother me it. if the kid wants to go trick or treating. Let the kid go trick or treating. Be better than everyone. You're gonna get king size no. candy bars from your multi million dollar dad. You are better than everybody. Own that shit. I say let him go trick or treating. They're not better than anybody. There's another kid. Nah, dude. There, that's elite <laughs> status right there in a world of status. It's it is what it is because if we were all the same, a lot of things would be different. We're not the same, Jimmy. We are not the same socioeconomically at all. I'm, well, I mean that's true. I mean, <laughs> these athletes are Jesus, and I'm not talking about my hair and my beard right now. Which, <laughs> let's be honest, looking like Jesus. I wish I had those abs though, but I don't. But it, it's just different levels. So there's, I'm off my soapbox. I uh, I just okay. think their kid needs to be god of the school because. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. 
You think you think this uh, this boy that's getting born isn't going to be be the next Patrick Mahomes? Like, come on, he's going to be mean, throwing passes in preschool. Like, how, but how many how many kids of famous athletes though don't pay, like Michael Jordan's kids didn't go on to be great basketball players? LeBron's yeah, kids golf, aren't huh? nearly that good at basketball that LeBron is. Shaq's well, kids let, aren't necessarily the so next. they're bad fathers. Well, let's not. <laughs> that that's not true. so they didn't so they didn't help enough you know so they didn't shoot with them in the driveway enough Maybe the kids don't want to be the next you ever think about that you ever think like oh if my dad played more catch with me maybe i'd be a good baseball player that's absolutely <laughs> not true for me there's oh, a lot really? of good things about my dad but athletic ability is not one of them <laughs> did you play any sports were you a sports guy uh i played in elementary school and okay. middle school but not high school sports or anything now, high school, I was the uh, the manager of the basketball team, and I did oh yeah play by play for school radio for football, and I did the PA announcing for basketball as well. That's right, that's right. So Very cool. I was training for this to be a, a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. To have your microphone and uh, and be be, <laughs> be a podcaster, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So hey, did you did you listen to currently last week? By the way. Uh, no, I'm way behind on podcasts. I haven't gotten oh, to okay. this episode yet. I'm behind on literally every single podcast I have. Okay. I didn't bring my microphone, so I, I just used regular headphones and it sounded fine. You know, how we used to do it when we got started. Back in the day. So, yeah, back in the day. Uh, so, I don't know. I just wanted to know what you thought of it. So, No, I'll catch up this week. We're uh, getting ready to launch a redesigned website at work. So, that's been all of my time. Oh, fancy. Actually, by the time you're listening to this, the website might be launched already. So, whoa, look out! Surprise! Spoiler guys, alert! Hope you guys are fans of city government. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit since there's no other real sport in Kansas City news. Uh, let's talk a little bit about MLS Cup because it's Saturday. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, watch. LAFC is hosting the Philadelphia Union, so we're gonna have a first time MLS Cup winner, which is great. And they're That's not cool. going to be named Austin FC, which is even more. Great. That's very cool. I, I'm also. It's also cool because I'm kind of treating it like, like the Super Bowl. In, in football, I don't watch the playoff games unless it's the Chiefs. I don't watch all the playoff games, and I haven't done that in MLS Cup. But I always watch Super Bowl, so I always want to watch MLS Cup final. You know. Yeah, it's. Uh, but what's interesting, uh, this is an intersection of my first sports love usc football and mls cup um what are you talking about why do you say that because so mls cup oh is usc plays at lafc stadium bank of california oh, okay. on saturday uh usc's homecoming is on saturday at oh, wow. usc uh so lafc is announced with usc football time. at home on saturday there will be no parking available in or around Bank of California Stadium for fans attending MLS Cup. Look, I've I've been there, and parking is wild. It's all going to be now, taken up by a, SC fans. There's a garage over there. Man, so what are they saying? Like, get on your bikes. They are encouraging. They are encouraging players or players, uh, encouraging fans to uh, use the metro. To park at Dodger Stadium, which is way the hell away from LAFC Stadium, and take a parking ride. They're trying to have all sorts of like shuttles and whatnot. It's going to be a disaster. 
Well, I'm here for it. I mean, it's not affecting me, so I'm I'm very excited. Um, well, hey, you'll be able, you got a big day, man. USC football on one TV, MLS Cup on the other, WWE pay per view that night. It's a big time. Oh, what, what WWE pay per view is it? Saudi Arabia, baby. Oh, they don't seem to get as much heat as hey, uh, some of the other places are, do. Those are big ones. Those are big ones. It's like a miniature WrestleMania. Yeah, it's just it's interesting that WWE somehow doesn't get as much uh, trash talk from news outlets for doing business with Saudi Arabia the way that like Live Golf has. Well, I mean they they had they they did they did, did initially they? and then they just kept doing business and so people got bored. And they're just like, like, yeah, oh, we, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of how it is, right? You Vince you criticize someone just... for something, change doesn't happen, and you let up and forget about it. That's true. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I, yeah, I'll watch. I mean, like MLS Cup is at what three p.m. I think. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Eastern time, so one p.m. Pacific. Wait, three p.m. Central, right? That's what I meant. Sorry, three p.m. Oh, okay. Central, one p.m. Pacific. Uh, the USC game doesn't start until seven thirty p.m. Pacific, nine thirty p.m. Central. So it's six and a half hours later. So it's even more funny that there will be no parking for them around there. Uh, but. Do you are you rooting for one or the other, Philly or LAFC? Do you care? It's got to be Philly because LAFC is still a, a newer team than Philly for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely rooting for Philly just because they seem like they've always been underdogs. Like I feel like we we compare to them a little bit as far as like market goes, mm-hmm. except for now because like every team in their city is doing great. So it's like, wow, Philly is the ultimate sports town. That's crazy. Yeah, except Philly sports fans on the streets of Philadelphia don't know what the union are. That's true. That's true. And they also (laughs) tear down their city when they win. So that is interesting. But I I think that Philadelphia Union have been building to this moment year after year. Jim Curtin has gotten them so far, but not quite where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. And this is where it needs to be. So I'm excited, man. Jim Curtin is just... Jim Curtin looks like you, by the way. I don't know if you He's know my that. my coach doppelganger. You are Jim Curtin in a few years. It's absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> and it's just the 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 player movement they've had in and out. It's like they have mm-hmm. built a very solid and dangerous team. So I fully expect like a, a pretty intense defensive game. Maybe I don't know. Yeah the uh, the Union are pretty big underdogs. I think last I saw they're like plus three fifty or plus four fifty or something like that, which is, which is pretty huge. You got to um, go for the underdog though if you don't have any dog in the fight, you know. I am rooting for the Union one because I'm not ready for LAFC to have those bragging rights yet, and two, I love the Philadelphia Union on Twitter. Uh, okay, <laughs> because after they beat NYCFC, they sent out a tweet that said we don't even know where to send y'all home to and it was just a sign oh, on the no. side of the highway that said harrison 108 miles bronx 116 miles flushing oh, 130 no. miles and i'm like yes philly let's go that i get that i can get i can understand that so it's uh and then they're dunking on 538 the like analytic site because mls put out a tweet that's like most likely to win mls cup lafc 65 percent Philadelphia Union, 35%, according to 538. And uh, Philly, the Philadelphia Union tweeted out a screenshot of their MLB playoff predictions that had the Phillies having a 3% chance to make the World Series. And, and they were like, it seems legit. So, man, oh man. Philadelphia I... Union don't give a shit on Twitter. 
It's exciting. Um, like, like I said, man, Philly is the underdog. And if you, if you like that underdog story, which come on, who doesn't, right. You know, that you think, you think non Casey current and, and Portland, uh, Portland thorns fans weren't rooting for Casey current. Like no one was like, I got to go for the Portland thorns. They're just so dominant, well, especially no. now with, they have the, the best Olsen ownership stuff. group. I really got to root for the thorns. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Well, that's what it was. And it felt good. I was like, man, they should feel really good about this to have all these people in their corner because they're they're You know, no one expected this would happen. Right. I'm just look, even if LAFC wins, I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to be like, okay. I mean, sure. They added Gareth Bale midseason just because they could. And yeah, they didn't need him. Like, has he really done that much to no, help? He hasn't. Yeah. And they least... even need him to play that much. <laughs> they've been around for a handful of years now. They've been good consistently the entire time, even after they got past their advantages as an expansion team. I mean, they've done a lot more than Atlanta since they lost their extra allocation money as an expansion team. So I'd I much rather my... LAFC win it pick, than though. Austin. I'm going to change my pick. Okay. Our guy, Elia Sanchez, is on the team, dude. I mean, I, how, do you root, how do you root against him? I mean, that's true. It's hard. I mean, you want you want good things for him, but also I'm like, you're only going to win MLS Cup because of Ilya. That's it. Ilya you're only winning because of him. And Latif. And Latif. Okay, I forget. Yeah, yeah. And isn't Mark Dos Santos a an assistant there, I think? I don't know where Mark Dos Santos is now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I want to say Mark Dos Santos. Mark Dos well, Santos. It's exciting to see Mark of the X, two Santos SKC players and, and yes. keep up keep up with them you know he's an assistant coach for lafc so there's some skc connections with lafc but there's like literally none in philly so hey take your pick do you like the underdog or do you go for uh skc alum you know i mean i think lafc is gonna win I, i'm not gonna be sad I about it i think so too i mean they but how often does the shield winner not make it this far you know what it's i mean like often. it's it's interesting to well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the shield winner never makes it to the final. Really. It's always kind of an upset yeah. and it's like, wow, we won the shield, but now we just look like we got bounced in the second round. Do you, uh, do you have a guess as to what the get in price for MLS cup is right now? Like if you just want to get into the stadium, what's the on seat geek, this is according to seat geek at the time of this recording, what's the cheapest ticket you can find? I, I mean, I think you got to worry about parking first. <laughs> I mean, that's true. It's true, but if you just uh, wanted to get on seat, you can just buy a okay, ticket. I'll just how, guess. how much are you going to shell out for for a single ticket? I'll guess single ticket, uh, Bank of California Stadium, three fifty. Four hundred and thirty nine dollars is the cheapest oh. ticket available right now, which is okay. cheaper than it was a day ago when I looked, and it was six hundred and fifteen dollars. I spent sixty dollars for the NWSL final. <laughs> a friend of mine who went to the MLS Cup game in Seattle said he spent thirty two dollars. Oh my god. So, so LA, these are people upcharging their shit. Yeah. They got their tickets and they're going to sell their tickets. It's an event, I guess, in LA. And they're being like, hey, yeah, like $439. It's messed up, dude. At that point, I'm watching on TV. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm here, not spending and that's a the thousand thing. bucks to go to a soccer game. Be a season ticket member as well, because you're going to get first crack at your seats that you're at all season. And I'm like, you know, I, I never, I never want to be in that position of sporting hosts MLS Cup and I got to buy a ticket to get in. You know, screw that. There is a ticket on SeatGeek currently listed for $1,671. Oh, what, there's more. Th there is a ticket on SeatGeek listed for $2,682. Oh, 
Okay, that's a joke. What do you get to make out with Will Ferrell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, that's that's pretty wild. No, oh, I get it. Someone I found probably a just one. It just popped up. Three thousand one hundred and sixty-seven dollars. They're obviously just putting it on there to see who will spend it. You know what I mean? Seeing that's not what even, happens. That's that's you're in row Q. What's the deal score on that? What do they got? One point something? Zero point two. <laughs> Zero point two. I didn't even know it went below one. Hilarious. You're you're on the end line in row Q. It's not even midfield. Buddy, I don't buy anything under a nine point deal score. Gotta have nine or above. The uh the bet okay, let's see here. I don't know if there are any nine point deal scores right now. I found Sort oh, there it is. Sort it. I found it. I found a nine point three. You can get row B in section 116. It's just outside the 18-yard line for $634 each. That is a 9.3 amazing deal. I'm not buying that one. I won't buy it. <laughs> I, I only buy those, but come on, within reason. Let's be honest. We're going to, uh, yeah, that that's the best That's the best deal. It's tied for the best deal. The other one is uh, 9.3 for $439 each. So that's the cheapest ticket on Jeez, right dude, now. LA is crazy. You you gotta be happy you don't live there anymore because the place is absolutely batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. It's it's so much congestion, so much, so many people, a lot of people in a small space. It's crazy. A lot of people. It's very expensive. I say small space. Obviously, it's a it's huge city. Huge, but, but it's still way too many people. It feel like play, parts of LA feel small just because there's so many people. Like in a given like neighborhood right. or whatnot. When are we gonna do the purge to help with this overpopulation? <laughs> <laughs> uh not joke about that that could be a thing someday yeah who knows <laughs> all i know is like i said i'm glad it's not austin fc i'm tired of the austin fc fans true uh, you didn't clap back did you i i, I didn't mind, say a damn okay. thing i was like i really hope jimmy didn't go open up no. correspondence <laughs> no i'm just letting them cannibalize themselves i saw one that's like i think uh i think we probably have a chance to win this this CONCACAF Champions League, uh, I don't know what it is, but anybody know who, who's in it? Oh, but I think no. we can win it. I'm That's like, no different than I, I saw someone on Twitter like, uh, oh, what's this announcement at Nashville going to be? It was like a Nashville supporter. Oh, do you think we're hosting the All-Star game next year? And I'm like, motherfucker, the All-Stars game, it's been announced already. It's in D.C. next year. Right. Like, what are you talking about? And, of course, it was Hani Mukhtar as MVP, you know? Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah i don't know People MLS are crazy. fans are wild well hey some of these fans though quote unquote fans there's levels of fandom all right there's people who just watch the games and they're like they're trying to learn like oh what could this be like is it the all-star game no it's not the all-star game pay attention <laughs> it's bad it's bad man i don't know i'll watch i'm ex- i mean and then we're into the fun stuff then there's an expansion draft and roster deadlines and re-entry drafts and free agency and another re-entry draft and all sorts of every other kind of draft you can possibly think of that mls has i need people to know that whenever there's dead air after something i say it's not because you're not responding it's because you're like shaking your head first and then you <laughs> respond like i just gotta throw that out there if there's ever any dead air i assure you jimmy's reacting but not to you fools. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll get video of this on out there. Well, let me know so I can put on better clothes. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got a ticket to the gun show right now. You And I got a ticket to a guy working backstage at a theater. <laughs> <laughs> and a hoodie and a hat. I look like a, a band roadie. It's just all black. It looks like you're setting up drums or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got my earpiece in. I'm the guy who runs out, fixes the guitar as it, as it breaks mid-show, and I have to swap it out. 
checking those levels. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> well. I think that's about all we have for this week. It's a pretty light week, but next week yeah. we'll be able to talk about MLS Cup. We probably will actually have Sporting KC roster moves. I think they have to release them by this time next week. Oh, they so. usually it's usually like within hours, dude. Like it's right. You don't even have time to celebrate your championship. Like you I don't even get my championship ring yet until I could be cut. Right. <laughs> but hey, you it's know phenomenal. It's a fun freaking league, though, in that sense. That wild off-season period makes it so freaking fun because think about all other off-seasons. College basketball is not fun. NBA is not really fun. NFL, you know, whatever, sometimes. Yeah. But not like this. College football is more fun now because of the transfer portal and NIL. Oh, sure. Yeah, but for sure. It, yeah, it's basically, you know, ML soccer transfer season is the most wild, I think. Outside of like the NBA trade deadline, yeah, I think soccer transfer season is probably the most fun. Are you going to try to watch your USC and your uh, MLS Cup like double screening or something? There are two different times. MLS oh, Cup are is they? at three p.m. and USC doesn't kick off until nine thirty p.m. Central Time. Oh, but of course, because you live in Kansas now, yeah. I don't know how to ever be a fan of a West Coast team. It sounds exhausting. Naps and coffee. Is it rough? Well, I mean. Two years from now, when we're in the Big Ten, we're going to be 11 a.m. kickoffs. So that could be nice. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like morning games. I love them. You have a little brunch. <laughs> it's good stuff. Some mimosas. Uh, no, oh, I mean yeah. it's it's not my favorite when it's a 9:30 p.m. kick, but I manage. Yeah. What do you go to bed at? Like two? Basically, yeah. God forbid it's overtime or some shit. Oh, that's where they happened. just keep calling timeouts or getting first downs because mm-hmm. for some reason the clock has to stop every single first down. I'll never understand. The most annoying part is when you stay up till two in the morning to watch a team lose. Yeah, that's probably bad. I feel that sometimes with sporting, if a game kicks off at nine thirty, it's like, oh man, what do we just watch? Yeah, but uh, terrible. I don't know, but I'll be up. I'll watch it. So we'll see. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, thank y'all for listening. If you haven't left that five star rating and review, please go ahead and do so. But uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at DanCoozer, at JCMac03. Shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. I want to play a game. LAFC or Philly. Make your choice. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, 
no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal.